0: Do you put most of your business revenue in a single bank account? Then you draw out money from this account to pay normal operating costs, a salary for yourself, and maybe a few indulgences. When you get to the end of the quarter and have to pay taxes or loans or rent, you suddenly find you don't have enough money to cover the payments due. Stress goes up and you have to beg, borrow, and steal enough to make the payment. But it doesn't have to be like that. Kids learn early in life how to use a piggy bank. Money goes in when it's available, and you can make a big withdrawal when you need it. You can do the same in your business. This is a technique developed for helping people who have problems paying off credit card debt, but it works just as well for you. Hello, I'm Scott Williams, founder of Profitsavvy.org. When you have a medical problem, you go to a doctor, and she asks you to describe the symptoms. Based on this, you get offered a treatment for what ails you. At Profit Savvy, we use the same approach. Our diagnostic menus on the website quickly lead you to suggested remedies for whatever issues you are facing in your business. This saves you an enormous amount of time wading through books trying to find a treatment for your business's particular issues. Our focus is on owner operators and middle management of larger businesses. We assume you have the necessary technical skills So we focus on helping with management issues. In this podcast series, we touch on the most popular issues from our website. If you're like most businesses, you're going to keep most of your income from the business in a single bank account. And you'll draw from that any payments for any operating costs and maybe for a few indulgences. Then when you get to the end of a quarter and have to pay tax or loans or rent, you suddenly find that you don't have enough to cover the payments due. So your stress goes up and you have to beg, borrow and steal enough to make the payment. But it doesn't have to be like that. Kids learn very early in life how to use a piggy bank. They know that money goes into it when it's available and they can make a big withdrawal when they need it. Now you can do the same in your business. This was originally a technique developed for helping people who had problems paying off credit card debt, but it'll work just as well uh, for you as it works for them. So, how do we do it? For simplicity, let's take the example of a single periodic debt, like your quarterly sales tax or VAT or GST, that has to go to the tax office. We know very well that we can't wimp on that payment Or the tax office will be after us without mercy so in order to create our piggy bank for tax the first thing we do is open a bank account specifically to hold this money our first piggy bank now ideally it's a account that you don't have to look at very often because you don't want to be tempted to spend the money. So maybe use a cheque account where you have to physically write a cheque rather than just doing electronic payment. Even better, an account where you have to go to the bank and make a physical transfer, because certainly you won't do that at the drop of a hat. If the temptation's too great still, you can get an account with a co-signatory so that both of you have to sign before you can withdraw money. That way, the other person will act as a brake on you spending the money rationally. With two people to sign, you're going to be a lot less tempted. Now, in order to have the money that we need at the end of the quarter, we want to deposit a fixed amount into each period so that at the end of the quarter, you've got enough money in the piggy bank to pay the tax bill. You probably already have a good idea what your quarterly tax is going to be. Maybe it's going to be roughly the same as it was last month. Or if you're in a seasonal business like tourism, maybe it's going to be the same as the same quarter of last year. We also want to pick a deposit frequency. This is how often you're going to put money into the piggy bank. Weekly is a good figure because it's going to be a lot smaller amount of money than it is if you do it only monthly. So it's much easier to find in your cash flow and it doesn't hurt as much when you move it out of your normal bank account. So let's assume we're going to do a deposit frequency of one week, and we need to pay this particular account every quarter. That's 12 weeks. So we divide the total amount that we're going to have to pay at the end of the quarter by 12 to get a weekly amount, and that's the necessarily weekly deposit. You could do the weekly deposit manually from the main bank account into your piggy bank, But there's a good chance that you'll forget or you'll be tempted not to do it if you have to think about it. Much better with your piggy banks not to think about them uh, insofar as possible. So, most bank accounts these days will let you set up an automatic weekly transfer from the main account to the piggy bank. If you do that weekly and automatically and for the amount of money that you need at the end of the quarter, then that money will be there when you get to it at the end of the quarter. Now we can turn our mind to what piggy banks do we actually want. There's no hard and fast rule about this. It's entirely up to you and how many uh, banks you want to have and how many types of payment that you want to monitor on a regular basis. So let's discuss a couple of typical ones. The first one we'll look at is profit. Let's say you want to make a 10% profit after you've taken a reasonable salary from your business. You could open a piggy bank, specifically for profit, and automatically or manually deposit 10% of the revenue from every transaction or from every week into that piggy bank. And of course, that money will just sit in your profit piggy bank until you actually withdraw it. You could set yourself a rule for argument's sake to withdraw Pick a figure, 50% of it every quarter. And you can use that as venture capital to spend on the growth of your business because you'll almost invariably need to spend money in advance of getting it back if you're trying to grow your business. And or you could use it on some other sort of luxury items, maybe a new computer or a holiday or whatever. It's entirely your choice. But as long as you maintain the discipline of not spending the money in the profit piggy bank until you give careful consideration to it then it'll sit there waiting for you a second possible bank is uh, to cover your cost of goods sold cost of goods sold are the expenditure you have to outlay specifically in order to make a sale of an item so that might be the cost of a product it might be casual labor uh, it might be uh, various other expenses that are specifically to do with the sale of, of a specific product. If you don't sell a specific product, you don't include the cost. So it doesn't, for example, include costs like sales, Oh, sorry, like advertising. Smart operators try to pay their cost of goods slower than they get the money in. So in other words, their accounts payable is slower than their accounts receivable. And this means that other people's money, OPM, is actually financing your business. And Amazon has done this for years. One of the reasons for its extraordinary growth, using largely its own money, is that it gets your payment instantly and pays the merchant from whom it bought the product some time down the track. We know eventually we'll have to pay these cost of goods sold, so we want to set it aside virtually immediately so that it's available uh, when we need to pay it in the future. And in the meantime, it's sitting there. And if you have an interest uh, earning account, then of course, it's earning interest for you as well. There's also plenty of other operating expenses. These are fixed, also called fixed costs. These are the expenditures that uh, aren't directly related to the sale of individual products. Typically, they include things like banks and lease expenses, uh, rent, salaries. Salaries are effectively a a fixed cost because you don't let uh, staff come and go if you do they would be casual staff and they'd be up in your cost of goods sold so you could open one or more piggy banks to cover your debt repayments to cover your rent to cover your salaries and pay some of money into those piggy banks either manually or by automatic deduction and automatic deduction is always better so that the necessary money is there when you come to spend it at a later date. You might be already thinking that uh, there's going to be a big problem here because there may not be enough money in the bank account to pay all the weekly drawdowns when they're due to the piggy banks, and this quite often does happen from time to time. If, of course, your business is not very healthy and you're not earning very much money, it will happen more often than with a business that's fairly healthy uh, and money comes in fairly steadily. In this case of a shortfall, you can choose to forego some of the discretionary transfers, like the ones that are going to profit and maybe to your personal salary. But you should always try to pay the ones to the non-discretionary piggy banks, like tax and rent and bank debt, before you stop putting money into the discretionary ones because the non-discretionary ones like the bank debt and the tax are going to be penalized more thoroughly by the tax officer by the bank you can't really afford to slip on them too much whereas the ones that are discretionary like profit and your salary you could give and take a little bit ideally of course you repay any money that you deduct from the discretionary ones as soon as you have surplus funds in your main bank account if you found what we discussed in this article on piggy banks to be of some interest you can read a lot more about how to implement the concept and, and thereby improve the likelihood of having funds to pay debts when and they when they fall due by going to the ProfitSavvy.org website and searching under the Profit Autopilot topic. There you'll find our articles on piggy banks, and in fact you might even find that the Profit Autopilot, which tries to guarantee you an acceptable level of profit, an interesting read as well. Thank you and goodbye.